What is going on, crafters? Welcome back to another episode of Dig Straight Down with me, your host, Rebel JC. If this is your first time tuning into Dig Straight Down, I want to welcome you to the show. It's a podcast all about Minecraft updates, whether those are updates that are actually coming to the game or these are updates that we're just making up on our own just for fun. Either way, if either of those things are interesting to you at all, you're in the right place and I'm happy that you're here. So let's get into the Q&A segment of this episode. A few episodes ago, I asked you guys, what do you like or dislike about the dragon fight? J.R.R. Rogers says, I wish I could tame it. (laughs) Uh, That would be really, really cool. And I think at one point they wanted to give us a dragon, uh, the red dragon that we could tame. So who knows? Maybe one day. Curtis says, I think that the dragon fight doesn't have any variation in the battle. So phases like in Mario boss fights would be an improvement. I actually like that idea a lot. I do think that there are kind of phases. There's like basically two phases in the dragon fight. There's the phase where it's flying around and you're shooting the crystals to get it, you know, to, to, to stop it from healing and then once the crystals are out that kind of enters into a new phase nothing really changes with the dragon other than the fact that it's not getting healed anymore um but yeah i agree that there there could be more variation in the fight darth call nine says i don't think beds should do as much damage as they do because someone could walk into the end with some beds and obsidian and bam you win the fight i guess it takes all the fun out of it and that that's an interesting i, I now I, I like the idea that there is a way to speedrun the battle, um, but I agree. Maybe, maybe the beds are a little too OP. Um, I I'm always have fun, you know, watching someone do it, and maybe it takes a little bit of skill to do it because you also you have to, you know, take into factor all the angles and making sure that you're not taking damage. I mean, it's not without challenge, but maybe it is a little too easy just to blaze through the battle um quickly uh so yeah i agree maybe the beds are a little too op uh heathy keithy says on the other hand uh i like that you can kill it with beds i dislike that the island doesn't have a prize that you can use because the dragon egg is more of a cosmetic uh interesting idea there i mean yeah you do have a useful prize in the dragon fight in the form of a ton of experience points but if you're in a multiplayer server or something, I don't think that, you know, the experience points get spread across everyone super evenly. So it's not necessarily fair in that way. Um, and also maybe you just don't value experience points. So maybe there could be uh, a prize. Um, I would almost argue that the opening of the, um, the, the, the portals that go out to the outer end islands is a prize kind of because it's an easier way to get to the outer end islands and all the things that are there um, without having to go across this big gap of void. But maybe that's just not something you value. Maybe you want something more tangible like an item, sort of like the dragon egg. Maybe they could add a use for the dragon egg so it's not just a trophy. I don't think that's necessary. But again, maybe there's a lot of players like Heathy Keithy who, who would like that. Uh, LP says, I dislike the fact there's not more challenge in it. Uh, 
Again, somebody's saying it's way too easy. This belief hazard says, I think that the dragon should have more ways of doing damage and maybe be able to summon Enderman since that's kind of who she rules over. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like there's a lot of Enderman around already. I don't know if I want any more Enderman <laughs> walking around, but you know what? Maybe that would make it more fun. Robert says the nether star cages, I'm, I'm assuming that's the, the, the end crystal cages, are more of an annoyance than a challenge, and the ender dragon is too easy to kill. John Marshmallow says, I feel like it's too easy, and they should encase all the end crystals in bars and make it shoot multiple fireballs at once, and make it use the dragon's breath attack all the time, not just when it's perching. Oh, you really want a challenging fight, and you know what? I don't disagree with you because the Ender Dragon should be a challenging fight. It's the main boss of the game. And as the main boss of a game, it should have a very challenging battle. Um, maybe the battle could be, depending on what mode you're in, what difficulty mode you're playing in, it could be harder or easier. If you're in easy mode, maybe it's just the normal, straightforward, normal Ender Dragon fight that we know and love today go up into a hard difficulty and it gets this difficult where all the ender crystals are encased in bars and it's shooting fireballs and and, ender, and dragon's breath at you like all the time maybe that could be a difficulty thing or maybe this should just be how it is for everyone because it is the legendary ender dragon after all b-man says i don't really like the fact that the pillars are so easy to take out like with 12 arrows and some good aim you can take them out I also don't like that the XP decreases the more you fight it. Now, that last point is something that I was unaware of, and I don't really, I would have to double check on this, but apparently what they're saying here is that if you fight the Ender Dragon a second time, the experience points you get from it is less than what you do when you kill it the first time. And if that's the case, I, I don't know if, I don't know how I feel about that. I don't think that the Ender Dragon is that easy to farm so that, this seems like an unnecessary nerf to the Ender Dragon battle. So, yeah, I kind of agree that the, the experience points should be the same uh, no matter how many times you've killed the dragon. James J says the dragon fight is pretty cool. However, I feel the dragon should have stages where the weaker it is, the more things it can do. Kind of like the wither. Again, somebody who wants stages in uh, the dragon fight. Avocado says it's way too easy and people are beating it in minutes. And yeah, people are going to be beating it in minutes no matter how difficult it is because people are going to always find, especially in Minecraft, people are always going to find ways to cheat and get around uh, the mechanics of the game. I think that's a great thing because that just makes the community a much more vibrant place to be. A lot of people playing with different styles. It's really cool. But yeah, I do think that the Ender Dragon fight is too easy generally. Um, especially if you're multiplayer, then it's just, it's, it's, it's nothing. It's hardly anything. If you, if you've played Mi Minecraft for any, uh, if for a good amount of time, you know, the mechanics of the game, the Ender Dragon fight is not difficult. So, so there should be ways to make it more challenging and, and more fun at the same time. Uh, but at the same time, I do think that no matter how hard you make it, there are going to be people who are just crazy and, and, and just break the game and do it in, in 10 seconds. Axolotl says, I like XP and I dislike how much Endermen there are. Like everywhere I look, I see their eyes. I agree that the Endermen are actually my least favorite part of the dragon fight. They're not fun. It's not a fun challenge to try not to look at the Endermen. If the Endermen were just in like uniform places around the island so you knew 
oh, I don't need to go over there and look at that little temple structure, or I don't need to look over there at that particular pillar because that's where the Endermen are, then that would make it a little bit more fun. But the fact that they're just scattered everywhere on the island means you're constantly either looking straight up or looking straight down. And visually, that takes out a lot of the fun of the game. And, and then you have, of course, you, can't, you could just put a pumpkin a jack-o'-lantern on your head, but who really wants to do that, really? Um, it, that it doesn't make it more fun. So there, there, there could be a way to adjust the Enderman, I think, to make it more of a fun challenge rather than just an annoying chore to have to avoid looking at the Enderman during the fight. Well, thank you so much, guys, for these ideas. If you would like your ideas read out on an upcoming episode of the show, go to this episode on Spotify, interact with the Q&A post there, and I'll do my best to read out as many answers as I can in an upcoming episode. With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. So before we get into the main discussion of this episode, I do have a kind of announcement about the podcast. Um, if you've been watching the video version of the podcast on Spotify, um, you, I've been playing on the Ripple Effect server, and this is an SMP that I joined a, a few years ago. It's been a great blast, lots of great people, but uh, season four, I believe this is season four of the Ripple Effect, kind of has come to an unofficial stop. Um, but it's going to be official for me. This is probably going to be the last time you see me play on the Ripple Effect server on this podcast. I'm going to switch over to a 1.20 uh, world, and that's going to be what I do on this podcast from now on. It's going to be just a single-player experience. I'm just going to be playing Minecraft and exploring and maybe doing some archaeology, that kind of thing. So if you are interested and you've and you've been watching... Just know that that change is going to come up. Um, the the server has not shut down. I'm not leaving the SMP. I'm just gonna yeah. I'm kind of going on a break, going on a hiatus from the SMP um, because I mean I've done everything. I, my base is completed. All of my projects are done in that world, and hardly anyone is playing right now on the SMP. A lot of the members are just really really busy. We're all adults. We've all got adult lives and. We're very busy doing a bunch of other things. Some people have joined other SMPs, and that's taking up their time. So there's just a lot of things going on, uh, but nothing really going on in the SMP. So I'm going to be uh, walking away from the SMP for the present time. Maybe when they come back with a new season, a new world, and more people who are interested in playing uh, regularly, then I'll jump back on. But for now, that's probably going to be the end for uh, season four of the Ripple Effect server for me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed watching. I've had a blast uh, building and, and playing in that world with those people. It's probably my favorite base that I've made in, in Minecraft um, for a long time. So uh, thanks so much for, for watching the video if you, if you watch it. If you don't watch the video version of the podcast and you want to, I believe the only place you can is on Spotify. I might be wrong about that, but I do think the only place you can watch the video version of this podcast is on Spotify. If you want to watch me just chilling out, you know, playing Minecraft while I talk on the podcast, uh, that's the place to do it. So I hope to see you over there. So anyway, 
Back to the main discussion of this episode, we have an email here from your boy 15 and they write, Hi Rebel, I have an idea for a new armor set and tools using amethyst. It's stronger than iron, but weaker than diamond. There is also something called an amethyst spear. It has a sweeping attack and can be enchanted with sword enchantments. Also the amethyst shield. It has amethyst crystals on it that when attacked, the attacker will take damage. Love the podcast and keep digging straight down. Your boy 15 was killed by attacking an amethyst shield. Well, you should have known better than that. <laughs> um, I, 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 I like the idea of using amethyst to create a whole gear set. Um, a lot of people really want an armor set, a gear set um, that, that goes between diamond and iron. And I think amethyst is a good candidate. Um, some people were suggesting copper. Now, my opinion is that copper should be used for a gear set, but it should be less durable than iron because it's more common than iron. And it should be actually more of a technology branch than a, um, armor and weapons kind of set, although there might be some interesting ideas, and I've had some interesting ideas of how it could be used as weapons as well as technology, but technology is sort of what copper is seems to be made for, and amethyst is different. I do think that uh, armor and weapons made out of amethyst kind of makes sense. Here are some ideas that I had to expand on your boy's idea. So amethyst being a unique material would mean crafting unique items. What I mean by it's a, a unique material is that you don't find it in ore veins like you do the other things that you make armor and weapons out of. Um, so since we find it only in amethyst um, geodes, it's it seems to be unique, so I think we should make unique things out of it, like spears instead of swords and this thorn-like shield that your boy was talking about. I think that the tools and weapons that we craft with amethyst could have unique functions making amethyst worth going after. A lot of people would be like, well, if I could just go straight for diamond, why would I why would I want to go for amethyst? Well, if amethyst offers something that diamond doesn't offer, maybe maybe you would rather go after amethyst instead. So here's a couple ideas. Obviously, instead of crafting a sword with amethyst, we would craft a spear, like your boy said. I think the spear should have a long reach probably the longest reach of all the weapons. That would be really good for people who don't want to get uh, up close and personal with dangerous mobs and maybe even other players. and want to hold them off at a distance and do damage at a distance, um, but maybe don't want to rely on a ranged weapon. The spear could be a way to do that. Maybe the spear isn't ranged, you don't throw it, but you use it to hold off your enemies at a distance and do damage from a distance. And I think also instead of a pickaxe, maybe we get a dowsing rod and we use this dowsing rod made out of amethyst to locate ores while we're mining. So while we have our trusty diamond pickaxe that's got all the good enchantments, we also are using our amethyst dowsing rod to sort of locate and sense where ore clusters are. Now this wouldn't tell you what kind of ore cluster it is. It wouldn't say, hey, there's diamond over here or there's iron over here, but it would say it basically would just say, hey, there's an ore of some kind in this direction, mine this way. And hopefully you get something that you're looking for. Um, another idea is that maybe amethyst armor is strong against the warden's sonic boom attack, and it helps dampen the player's vibrations, since amethyst seems to be related to sound in some way. And what I mean by being related to sound, 
I was playing around with amethyst the other day, and I noticed when I was walking around on amethyst blocks or placing down amethyst crystals, it made this really vibration-y sound, and it just made me think maybe this is related somehow to to sound. And obviously, we use uh, amethyst now in in um, with with skulk to make calibrated skulk, and that has something to do with vibrations. So maybe amethyst armor again strong against the warden's vibration-y sonic boom. So let me know what you guys think by sending me email to digstraightdowncast.gmail.com. I want to hear your thoughts and your comments. And as always, guys, until next episode, keep digging straight down. I'll see you at Bedrock. Yeah.